This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. DoorDash, your door to more. You know who came in handy uh, over our wedding weekend? DoorDash. We were in Savannah getting married. Beautiful weekend, but obviously with a baby and a lot going on with planning a wedding, there was a lot of little things we forgot, like batteries. Also, we had a little late night party with some friends, DoorDash some alcohol. It was amazing, you know, when you're, especially when you're in a city that you're not from, well, I'm now he's familiar with Savannah, but you don't have all the convenience of travel and things like that. There is nothing better than having DoorDash by your side to send out and have whatever you need basically delivered right to your door, whether it's food, whether it's snacks, whether it's batteries, whether it's alcohol, DoorDash has you covered. One of my favorite things about DoorDash is when you are leaving somewhere and you're so hungry and you're like, okay, I'm going to order DoorDash. And by the time I get home, Boom. it's at the door. I'm ready. Hot it's and ready. So good. So whether you're sick at home, you need to restock alcohol for that party, or you just need some essentials that you just don't feel like going out late at night, DoorDash has you covered. DoorDash, your door to more. Download the DoorDash app now to get almost anything delivered. Must be 21 years or older to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Alcohol available only in select markets. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Vile Files. I hope you all had a very wonderful Thanksgiving and holidays. Uh, I'm excited about this episode. Uh, Kelsey Dara. Um, I met Kelsey not too long ago. Uh, we were in acting class together. And she was like, I got a podcast. And I was like, I got a podcast. And we talked about podcasts. And then I was on hers. You guys should go check it out. Uh, and then she told me how she's in an open relationship with her boyfriend. And I was like, oh my God, we've been like, Rochelle's obsessed with open relationships. I'm super. No, I'm not. I'm curious. I'm, you, you're curious about it, as am I. We, we talk about it a lot. It's a fascinating thing. Are you not? I just could never, ever, ever do it. And, and it's fascinating. And so I'm like, you have to come on. I, 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 it comes up more often than not. It, I learned a lot. It's just fascinating. And I think uh, as, as society goes, uh, relationships are becoming more and more untraditional. And it's just a fun insight into people who uh, choose to have an untraditional uh, relationship. Have you been paying attention to this Peloton commercial thing that went viral? Yeah, it's really funny. It's fascinating. I, mean, I don't know. Good job on them because... I. I I'm kind of fascinated by the whole thing as again, as a small business owner who yeah. is coming up with marketing and, and talking to people, it was like, it was fascinating because I'm, I'm sure Peloton is certainly a much larger business than natural habits. And yeah. they probably spend more, they had a whole marketing team that came up with this, they shot it, they hired actors. And, yeah. And then all of a sudden just viral, a lot of negative criticism at the same time, it's getting a ton of traction. Exactly. And it's bad like, press is good press. But. Yeah. I don't, but like I, I watched it after I heard there was a, and I like, I get where the criticism's coming from, but yeah. also like, like clearly they weren't trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like they weren't trying to what? 
I, well, this whole idea, which is like, don't be the asshole who's buying your girlfriend or wife like a exercising bike or a blender or a vacuum cleaner or a right, right, like yes, we all know better now. It comes across as very well. It's different than like the vacuum cleaner or blender. I don't think it was that all that it, like that was part of it but also it was just bizarre she was like i'm nervous to like try it and then she made a video of it to show him i don't know no i listen it i was get, just bizarre i get all the criticism i do but it's like it's an exercising bike from a company that's selling an exercising equipment for the holidays yeah so like of course they're you know what i'm saying it's an what, exercising bike what's what are you trying to say no it's just more like uh it would be like if like I would, it seemed like the, it got criticism for like being a, a commercial about like being the best boyfriend ever. Uh huh. And he got her an exercising bike and he was like, see, be a great boyfriend, get your girlfriend an exercising bike. It's a company trying to sell an exercising bike. Right. So of course, the gift is the exercising bike. Right. You know, it's for Christmas, it's for the holidays. Like, they're the idea of like right now for natural habits, it's, you know, most of the year we're like, get yourself this for yourself. And for the Christmas time, we're like, this would make a great gift. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. like, you know, what are they supposed to do? I know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's funny. it really blew up. I've, I've really enjoyed some of like the, the, the remakes yes, yes. of, of yes. like inserting words. It's kind of right. almost like the, you know, when we did the bad chiller for the bachelor, like what right. people really mean, but right. like I am. So I'm curious, you, you think. Would you buy a woman a exercise thing? Like I wouldn't buy a girlfriend, but if I were in a marriage yeah. and she said, I want to like get in shape and we went shopping and we, yeah. she was like, oh, that Peloton looks cool. Yeah. Like, sure. Yeah. yeah. I think you know, my mom wants one. I think she wouldn't be mad if she got it. For that's her. what I'm saying. I yeah. think it, it got a little overblown. We're yeah. like in a situation where like if the person asks for it. I think people were just having fun. It, I, I was curious. So it, no one's. It, I don't think no anyone's one's really like, mad at Peloton. No, no okay. one's mad. Everyone's just making fun. So then that's a good thing for them because yeah. it's gotten any time an ad of, goes viral. It's, it's gotten a ton thing. of traction. I enjoy. There is a tweet out there about. Um, yeah, I get why people are upset about the Peloton, but I'm still blown away by, and this is true. People buying thirty thousand dollar cars without even running it by. Their wife oh, or yeah, husband. Those com- there is one commercial where the husband or husband presents his wife with two cars in the front yard and she like gets to, she picks the Ooh. wrong one. I'm like, what reality are these people living in? I mean, growing up in a in a family with like parents just trying to make ends meet. Yeah. We're like, if you ever did that, I would kill you. Yeah. You know, like with the bow on top. Yeah, with a bow on top. Hey, we're poor now. <laughs> like This isn't even the car I wanted. <laughs> it's 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 wild but i don't know i was curious uh i think it's just kind of funny what the internet makes a big deal about these days it really blew up yeah but i was i I wasn't sure i guess it's good it's good good to know that it's good and all in good fun because you can't tell when people get really mad if 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 you need to respond anyways i hope you enjoy this episode i know i did it's uh kelsey gives some really great insight on um uh untraditional relationships and uh we learned a lot hope you enjoy Hi, Kelsey. Daddy. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Hi, Nick Vial. What? Tried it four times. I. That's correct. That was correct. I don't want to talk about it. Wow. Grumpy. Uh, thanks for coming on. Um, you are the perfect guest because. That's the first time I've heard you compliment me. Oh, interesting. We haven't known each other for that long. Yeah. So, how do you know each other? She says it as if. 
We've been friends forever. He meets me and immediately insults me. No. What? <laughs> how? How did I immediately? You like? Floor? First of all, actually, are... I complimented you on your floors, which you took as an insult. No, you said it weird. You gave me a backhanded compliment. <laughs> this is he struggles with this. <laughs> no, I do it on purpose. Uh-uh. Why? Why? Why do you want to confuse people when you meet them? Uh, first of all, we had known each other for 20, 30 minutes. And I was like, exactly. So I was why like, come in hot? I was like, huh, concrete floors. Those are really nice. <laughs> you did not say those are really nice. I definitely did. Here's what I learned about Nick <clears throat> in like the three days we've hung out. He is very scattered brained. Mm. Like you definitely have ADHD. Uh-huh. Like, are you diagnosed? Sure. By me. Or you. Do you take a- Adderall? No. Okay. I have a lot of experience with Adderall. <laughs> I don't want to medicate. You. Okay. Well, do you meditate? I should. You fucking should. Yeah. Because you are. You're like a cat when it has the zoomies. But just all the time. <laughs> Not all the time. But just when I'm with you. Can you confirm? Yeah. I'm always a scatterbrain. No, I don't think scatterbrain, but you live in your head. Mm, scary. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's true. You will admit that. Yeah. Mm. But but I want everyone to know how you guys know each other. Uh, we are in the same acting class. Yay. Lots of celebs in our acting class. Wow. Are there? I mean, reality stars, I yeah. should say. <laughs> a lot of wannabes. Hey. No. Uh, trying to bees. A lot of trying to bees. Yeah, we uh, are in the same acting class together, and uh, we uh, our our teacher Sam, who used to Sam, uh, help with the podcast, help with the podcast. Mm-hmm. She is, uh, um, she paired us up for a scene, a very tough scene, a tough one. What was it? Was it? A period. It was a uh, it was a, a a scene out of the closer closer the movie, but it's that's all not it's a, a play. period piece. Well, the way no, they speak, not a you piece. would think it was eighteen forty. That's not. True. They speak weird or not? They do because they're English. It's a very strange. That's scene. a great play. It was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. A, and it was a movie. Yeah. And movie. Um, and was so, it a sexy scene? It was a fight. It, it should fight. have been. They're like, they're they're um, cucking each other. Or my character was cucking him. She kept trying to get closer, and I kept trying to. Pull away. Yeah, and like fi- actually too, as actors i would try and get like physically close and i would notice how comfortable uncomfortable he was with like stranger closeness i like to warm up when i'm first i, I wasn't ready to get into it he yet. likes to have the power oh and i think me coming in hot was just i learned about kelsey oh when i met her oh, <laughs> she really likes to tell me about me which is interesting because mm-hmm. i like doing the same thing it's like the immovable force moves meets the, uh, <laughs> or just smack in the middle. Yeah. Um, why do you think you're like that? Why do you think you're like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm cur- I, I'm a genuinely curious person. Like I really do like to know about people. I think I really threw you off when I met you because you, I, I blew your mind with a lot of surprises. Okay, first of all, assumptive. <laughs> you blew my mind. Okay. With a lot of surprises? What? Oh, that like you were like not. You were surprised a, about my age. You were yeah. surprised oh I was an essential oil company. Oh my god! Uh, you had no You're idea so I was on reality TV. No you were surprised about that. Oh my god! That's three big surprises. Well, I did. I found these things out very slowly too. Like, how old do you think he is? I mean, I just know. She just knows. I just can't believe it. 
But now that I know you, I'm like, oh, you're bitter. <laughs> you're, you're a little bitter. I'm bitter? Yeah, like you've got you've got spice to your life. Sure. Yeah. Why why is cynicism equated to bitterness? Or why or even perspective equated to cynicism is Which is funny to because I don't th- I think the majority of the world is pretty cynical these days, but we we pretend we're supposed to be happy. Yeah, we like lie to ourselves yeah. and I'm just more like I'm not I'm not bitter about it. I'm just more like this is how it is mm. and it's fine. Would you say you're a pessimist? I no. Oh. I think I'm a cynic. Mm-hmm. I think I like to see the world as it is, mm-hmm. and I'm, then I think that in itself is fine. I think, yeah, on the like nothing bothers me more than when people talk about like I would never have a kid in, in today's society or why uh, no I I don't say that but people all the time there's never been a period in time where people will be like oh the times I would never this is literally the best time to ever you li- think have lived. this is like the best. You know, you're right. Compared the world's always what? been shitty. Yeah. It's just now we have social, more social media. Medieval, medi- medieval times. I oh, mean, I love medieval times. You know, the, obviously the political landscape is controversial, but so it was, it's been before, it will be again. Here's the thing. Anyways, uh, People, so I don't think I'm a pessimist in that okay. regard. Have you been to medieval times as an adult? It's very fun. You have, and I'm shocked. Why? That's a fun date place to go. Oh, Is there one in LA? It's about an hour yeah, outside. Fun. It's kind of by Not Scary Farms is the closest one, I think. But I went for my 27th birthday and we got a party bus and we loaded 30 drunk adults and watched a medieval. Party. How many Jim Carrey cable guy impressions were going down that day? <laughs> what a random question. <laughs> Great movie. None? Silence <laughs> of the Labs when he puts the bacon on his face. Why? Why would that happen? Yeah, why? What's the because the I've because my only like knowledge of medieval times is that scene out of the movie Cable Guy where they go to medieval uh, times. I've never uh, seen it. This never is seen it. showing your age. I guess. Yeah. I'm so mad. Oh no! I started ang- making him angry. See, no, that's the thing. I I I will say you have resting bitch voice. I always do in face <laughs> and people I I've been told I'm hard to figure out. So people then will try to they'll, they'll fill in the gaps. I don't yeah. think you're hard to figure out. I think you're pretty forward about I would say that I would say that too. But people often give me uh, different information because that makes me sound sexy. That makes me sound mysterious. I don't say this. No, I know. I Did you hear the voice I put on? Yeah, I'm an actor. OK, we met. Actor. <laughs> Does that mean I'm that- being wanting one of the girls that probably call you enough about me oh boy i I forgot we're doing my podcast later i'll save all of it we we brought kelsey on Uh after getting to know each other and and shooting this a little bit that kelsey not only uh has a hit podcast and a show that she talks about dating and she's a comedian and actor and 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 very outspoken and opinionated and and judgmental Um, she is also <laughs> in an open relationship. Correct. And we have talked about open relationships yes. on the oh. show with what with, with much fascination. And we've had people call in and, and <laughs> show their interest in an open relationship. Yes. And here we have firsthand in a the vet. Flesh. A veteran. Oh, yeah. In the open relationship. And and I have so many questions, as I'm sure our people listening at home do. Uh, off the bat. 
how do you define an open relationship? It's different for every person. I don't think there's one clear definition. Uh, the way our society rolls these days is that we don't really like labels, right? Like we like the fluidity. We like the the we like not being labeled so i can't say that i am the person that can speak for all open hey there's a picture of us uh i can't speak for all open relationships but in my personal open relationship we define it as the ability to have relations with other people knowing that our foundation is sturdy and our relationship is number uno. When you say relations, are we talking sex? Or are we talking all different types of variables in a relationship? All different kinds of types of, of variables in relationships. Sometimes we date together. Sometimes we'll go on dates separate. Date together. Yeah, that's really fun. That's our Like friend. you'll both go on a date with the uh -huh. same person uh -huh. at the same time. Uh-huh. Or at the same table? At the, yeah, we don't <laughs> it's But it's not like a get together, it's a date. Like yeah. I have gone out to dinner with friends who are dating and I'm just like at the dinner with my two friends. No, no, no. It's it's all we're very upfront about it. We don't hide it. It's not like some sexy secret. We're upfront. So if we're taking someone out on a date and we're doing it together it's very clear that this is a date. Another thing I'll do is I'll go kind of vet the person first because I'm definitely the captain who like runs this relationship. Oh. I definitely want it more than uh, my partner. Um, I, I cap. Right. And so I'll go out with, let's say the, the chick first and we'll have drinks and I'll kind of gauge the temperature of the sitch. And if I think it's going well, I'll say like, Oh, do you mind if my boyfriend swings by? And then it's all, you know, 99 times out of 100, a yes. And then he'll show up and kind of you're, tail end it. You're getting her for him or for you or for both? Usually both. Oh, usually both. I'm never like, not for me, but I'm on my book ride. All right, hold on. No, he has to do his own dirty work. I feel like I have to backtrack a little bit. Sure. Is this your first open relationship? Yes. I it was is. never someone that thought I would ever be in an open relationship. What changed? The person. Every relationship I was in before him was not the right one. It was never, I never had the confidence as maybe like a 20 year old or 20 something year old. I think I was too immature. The other person was too immature. Our morals didn't align. But were you looking for the possibility and then you found him and felt comfortable with doing it? Or were you uh, not even looking for it and through meeting him discovered this lifestyle? So I identify as bisexual or pansexual, whatever people politically correct want to get with. So for me, when I am single, it's really fun because I can, I think it's like the best way to be, right? Like it's coming at me from all sides all the time. So what was successful, I think about Jared and I getting into a relationship is that we started off as friends with benefits. We were both like, we're not really trying to get into a relationship, we're neighbors. And so it was really easy. And so he saw my lifestyle as a bisexual. I saw his lifestyle as mm. a traveling DJ. And I was like, oh, we both fuck. So we're not, there was no like surprises. We knew that we were sleeping with other people when we sure. first met, which I think kind of helped lead it into that what makes, it became. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I don't know if we would, we may have gotten there if we were in a traditional monogamous relationship to start, but our, there's nothing about our relationship that started traditional. I, that must have made it a lot easier to transition because like in a normal, you say traditional dating relationship, people go into that with so many like built-in expectations of what they want this relationship to be and what how yeah. they see the person. And if they were to find out like they were say into some weird shit, yeah. so to speak, they would be like, oh, well, 
I guess you're not who I thought you were. And don't get me wrong. We've like discovered kinks along the sure. way. Like the, with this lifestyle comes a lot of like the kink world. So we do still find out. You got a running start. Sometimes. Yeah, we got a running start. And it, yeah, it wasn't like uh, there was nothing we couldn't talk about together. Like because we were hanging out as sort of like I say bros, you know, with air quotes. But, you know, a, a hot person would walk by and he would be like looking at her and I would also be looking at her. So it's not that weird when we're both checking out the same person because I think a lot of relationships fail because of insecurity and jealousy and lies, right? Mm -hmm. Like that I would say are the top three reasons why relationships end. And when you kind of cut all that shit out, it's the best relationship I've ever been in in my fucking life and the healthiest. What attracted to you? to him in the first place the travel he's DJ. tall <laughs> he's six four. Oh. he was a dj then uh yeah is he, he still a dj he's slowed down a little bit he started a startup a tech company last year and has been kind of putting all of his focus on that but he was a pretty successful dj like pre-social media so right out of college and he's been internationally traveling for the last 10 years and i mean like the lifestyle of dj is fucking gross like not for me <laughs> not for me so it'd be like hey you want to go out to the club and i'd be like i would literally rather do anything else <laughs> and i think that was appealing for him to for me because he's used to sleeping with club hoes not anything against them we all know what they are i was one of them back in my day a wonderful group of people yeah we love them. <laughs> Fun to party with. But let's be real. If that's what you're sticking your dick in for 10 years, I think the idea of like being in bed at 930 doing missionary was probably really relieving <laughs> for this person. I'm assuming I don't want to speak for him. But, you know, like you know, how many times you, you're playing, you're DJing till three in the morning. You've yeah. been drinking whiskey all night. Then you got to go to a fucking after party. It's five in the morning. You're in some fucking hotel room. It's like you don't even remember the person's name. You maybe no one comes because it's the sun's coming up. Like that's just not fulfilling sex. Not that I'm trying to learn about DJs, but if you are, <laughs> if you are a DJ, are you like re required to go to all the social events? Yeah. Couldn't you just play your set and well, be like, I'm he, going home? He got to a place where he could show up five minutes before play and then leave right after. Yeah. But for a lot of years when he was building up his brand and his name he you have to schmooze with the club owner they everyone wants to hang out with the dj everyone wants to fuck the dj and everyone wants to hang out with the dj and it didn't help that he's very good looking mm. um <laughs> know about dj you don't want to fuck my boyfriend he seems handsome he is yeah. would you ever uh i'm not into guys that way no. haven't we talked about this before and i said how do you know I just, uh, well, we've talked about a little bit where, like, I'm very comfortable with my sexuality and I I have a lot of gay friends and I we, we joke around. And my, my good friend, Brian Goreski, like, we've talked about how kind of our openness and our playfulness with each other. But, like, there's a comfort level I have where I'm not insecure. I'm just really not sexually into nothing guys. There's just it. nothing sure. there for me. Um, Do you believe people can be 100% straight? Uh, or do I mean, you maybe have queer tendencies? Like, do you watch gay porn? No, there's nothing about not uh, even once. I, I if I if we're getting into porn, I'm not into porn where it's just two women. That's fine. In the sense that, that I, like, why would it be? I think there's a visual, like there's an imaginary. How would you know what it feels like? Well, it's just like if you're watching, it's like, well, I can't visualize my visualize no, myself yeah. in this environment. I have no if, idea what you know, this feels right? like. So that like, totally makes sense. Uh, but other than that, like, I don't. 
Yeah. I mean, I've never really thought about it. I just know that I it I've never thought about it. I've never been into it, and I would be fine to admit it if I if I was. Do you think like I think something negative about my personality is that I there's very few things, but if I had to pick one, it's my like need for adventurousness and stories and like I like having a a, a Rolodex of like shit to throw out and be like, "Oh, yes, I've done mm-hmm. that one." And so for me it was like there was a, a point where I was questioning my sexuality, like, you know, being like, am I just someone that's trying to have sex with every type of person before I die? Like, was it if, more about the adventure? Than was the it more about the adventure attraction? than the actual attraction? Totally. And, you know, I came to realize, like, of course, no, but there was a part of me that's like, I've definitely slept with people I wouldn't normally just because of either what they brought to the table or you know, that weird attraction where you like, whoops, then you have their dick in you. But do you think you would ever for the adventurousness of it just to like, do you want to die? Never have putting a dick in your mouth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't. No, not really. You have one life. Yeah. One. Well, I mean, interestingly enough, talking about sex, like how I've, I guess, selected my like partners or sexual experiences. I'm very much the opposite of mm. that. I mean, I'm not saying that I have every person I've ever had sex with has been like, has been like, oh, I really, they've been like, ah, oh, you know, but I've, there's always been an initial, <laughs> you know, like I've never, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't follow. Uh, again, what I'm saying is like, I've had a one night stand before I've had, I've like, had meaningless sex before for sure. But in that moment, I was always just very attracted to the person. the person, yeah. and maybe there's certain the moments played a role. But there was something about that person that I was very attracted. It was that person and that attraction. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about just getting laid. No, it wasn't about like wanting to just go home with somebody, and it wasn't because they were status. status. Yeah. It was a. It didn't matter who. There was an attraction to that person. That's always been that way. It's always been quantity, a uh, quality over quantity in that sense. You almost got misquoted deeply there. Yeah. Amazing. Have uh, you ever <laughs> been a guy who? Were you ever fucking for other guys? And if you don't understand that, no, I don't. Let me... A lot of men that I've talked to will say that like their sexual relationships started off because they wanted to be able to go back to their guy friends and be like, oh, I fucked Sally from the cheerleading squad. Like, do you feel like ever part of your life was like that? I, I really I mean, I'm being honest when I say not. I don't think so for the most part. I mean, I'm a guy. So have I ever talked about a sexual endeavor, uh, endeavor with my other buddies? And obviously, if she's super hot, You're like, you, yeah. you know, you certainly be like, yeah, I mean, yeah, we hooked up. But I will say, I mean, especially recently in my life, I've been far more private about my dating life. Um, and even before, you know how... Uh, people will joke around about like guys will get nudes of girls or whatever and they have it in their Rolodex and like so many guys show their buddies. I was never one of those guys. I don't think uh, anyone should be friends with people that are doing that. Thank you. A lot of guys, that is a lot of guys do that for that reason violating. that you describe of yeah. saying, you know, I'm they're, yeah. they're showing off. Like yeah. this is this hot chick and we had yeah. sex and check it out. I was always like the opposite where it was like, I if you don't get to look at her yeah You're like you, what did you do to be able to yeah. enjoy like this experience which is funny because like talking about an open relationship something jared and i always talk about is that like we had such a solid foundation and such strong like sexual chemistry and emotional chemistry and mental chemistry that we were like we want other people to experience this what it's interesting is the few people i know about uh open relationship is can kind of you said like one of the big things that 
drives relationships apart is the lying or mistrust or lack mm-hmm. of communication. And clearly, if you're people in an open relationship, you, you have other problems, but certainly yeah. the, there's no, for all the reasons people do lie sometimes, that seems to be out the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably tend to over-communicate rather than under-communicate oh my God. because I of the- everything. Yeah. And then what I've noticed people in open relationships, and correct me if I'm wrong here, you kind of get off on the overshare yeah, of the sexual experience absolutely. so that you become really good at communicating. I, I know that play a I role? am. Yeah. I, I know I do because again, like I'm attracted to women. So why wouldn't my boyfriend and someone that I also think is incredibly attractive, you know, if he's playing a show in New York and I can't be there, like that's awesome to me. That's the, if he that's like a, hooked up with a chick. Yeah. I want to know every fucking You want to hear about it. Hell yeah. yeah. For him, it might be different. Like for him, he might just want to know the bare bones not all the details. Do you guys have like a, a set strict rules in terms of like if you do hook up, you need to tell me or do you guys need each other's permission before you do it or can you find so, out after the again, fact? It's different for every person. So again, like I don't even like to call them rules. I just like to call it showing up to the relationship. Like Ooh. here's how I showed up to the relationship and respect you. And But you've okay. asked... F- You've explained to him how he can show up to the relationship for you, right? And I've been like, if you don't, then that's not, uh, you're not breaking a rule, but it's showing me your characters (laughs) about like who you are. And, And that amount of honesty brings zero reason to lie. Like very few people have the kink of lying to someone. Like it's not keeping things spicy to to keep secrets from each other. That's not what makes our relationship hot. But what makes, and then, so into the the fact now that you, because you, you know, you are attracted to women and men, you have the open relationship and then you have this, is he, what about him? Is he fluid too? He, so I try not to speak too much about this for him because he's not here, but he grew up in a very traditionally conservative sure. Boston city, like bro, fucking Patriots, like, yeah. Yeah, you know, being taught gay marriage is wrong, incorrect. And so that was definitely something that worried me getting in to know him because living in L.A. for 10 years, I have a lot of queer friends. I have a lot of. uh, Was he judgmental? No. So that's what I was worried about. I was like, all of your friends are straight bros. You know, there's like not a fuck ton of diversity in your friendship group. So I was a little worried how he was going to be. So that was definitely something I kind of had like a red flag about for no reason, because he is so open and so accepting. And I think that's rare. I think if you're going to get a straight male into an open relationship and you have the idea that you, you know, like if I wanted him to like have sex with a guy and what do you think he would? I know he would. Interesting. And I don't think that I would have you, thought but that he hasn't yet? two years ago. No. But you know that if you were like, I'm That's into what the sky. I want. And, and I want you to on. like have him suck you off. Yeah. He would let a guy suck him off. Yeah. And what if he said he wasn't comfortable with that? Then we wouldn't do it. I okay. would never want him. You wouldn't to... like be, you wouldn't call him. No. You wouldn't judge I him. I wouldn't be for... like, you're homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I think he has seen the community that i'm a part of and he is so open and like i said accepting that he could see why that might be something he and again that's why i asked like you want to go your whole life without ever saying like you never you never sucked a dick like i don't know he's so in the public eye it would be hard for him to do without you could 
You could. I, I, that's definitely not my reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> also, to, to Kelsey's point, I, there's probably a lot of people oh, in the yeah. public eye who have sucked oh. plenty of dicks. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That... Yes, I know so many, so many like celebrities, traditional celebrities that have had so much pussy in their life that they are bored and are like, I'm straight, but I just want to, you know, I'm straight. I say that there. Uh, I've heard the story, but I want to see what it's like to suck a dick. I, uh, it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, maybe. I mean, come on. Every time I'm getting my dick sucked, I'm always like, I don't. I mean, thank you. This is great. I don't get the fascination. <laughs> Can I just say? I'm sorry. This is something I learned from Jared. If a guy isn't saying thank you after yes. you blow him, leave him. Yes. Jared says thank you, you after every a verbal blowjob. Yes, verbal appreciation. I would agree. I don't know if I've ever like said thank you for doing it, but it, there's nope, always like I need that. No, <laughs> I need thank you. Well, I mean, I'm sure I have, but I'm always been like. I, f- I definitely check in like yeah yeah i Good. I, I show my appreciation I'll i'm say sure that they're much. not a, there's not a ton of straight men listening to this podcast i don't know we're I'm growing assuming you're dumb but for fuck's sake if you are say thank you mm-hmm. show your pre- yeah, yeah show your appreciation yeah. oh that's what i'm saying it's just like i find it to be <laughs> and so like n- off-putting for you guys women that i'm like that, that, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't appeal to me because I'm I always like, like I get it, but I, pudding. As a guy who's not into dick, I'm just like, <laughs> thank you, because like it seems terrible. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's Samantha Jones said, they don't call it a job for no reason. It is a lot yeah. of work. But for me, I've I, never been like, huh. That seems I deserve this. Yeah, because I'm because <laughs> I'm, you know, I I I enjoy oral yeah. sex and yeah. the same like. For the same reason, like I, you know, with when when it's the other way around, I don't feel like if I'm giving oral sex mm-hmm. that I'm like taking one for the team. I enjoy no. the experience. Yeah. And right? I think women, should, especially as I know women are listening to this, you should enjoy giving oral sex. If you don't, don't fucking do it. Mm-hmm. I think we think as women, that's like... <sighs> Let me break this down a little bit. I started giving blowjobs because I was terrified of sex. And yes. what I realized about blowjobs is that it is so... I've never seen a man more vulnerable in my fucking life. Mm. And it is so powerful. Like, for me, I feel so in control. And that's why I like it. If you genuinely are fucking down there and you're terrified and you don't know what to do and you're like, is he liking this? And am I doing it right? Ow, my fucking jaw hurts. Stop. I think we pretend to like giving blowjobs I did it for fucking 10 years. <laughs> fucking pretended to like giving blowjobs for 10 years. I, I agree. I mean, I've, uh, again, as the overthinker and ha- ask questions, I'm, you know, you talk about fake orgasms and stuff like that. And when I'm dating someone, I just really want to be like, I want to find out what they really right. like or what they enjoy. Cause I just, right. I can't help but wonder, are you actually this kinky? Or are you into this? Or are you just pretending because you know I am? Nine I, times out of ten, the first time you're hooking up with them, that's not what And I want to ask a lot of questions because I'm like, if you don't like it, tell me. Right. And, not, you know? But not everyone. If you don't like this, you like to. that. And sure. Most. Part of it is I find it's like a comfort level, yeah. too. It's just like. Totally comfort level. Uh, I think a lot of. I, well, you, you, I don't want to assume I have two women in front of me. Do When you were younger, <laughs> uh, did you assume that guy, all men hated oral, giving oral, oral, oral sex? I did. Mm. I 
don't think I did. I felt very guilty. And like, I was like, you don't have to do this. I, oh, I've don't. I, like, I will say I didn't get it for the first time until I was 17. That's after being sexually active for two years. And I remember I thought that's that was fucking weird. You still weird. don't know what you're doing there. But I'm I was talking like, the about count, the ticker of blowjobs to pussy eating is very <laughs> off. I, I'm talking about early 20s where I feel like it's still like, uh, you don't have to do that. You don't, you don't, you don't have, have to. Oh, well, I yeah. think that's because women are so self-conscious about their pussies too. Yes. Like they think it stinks. They think it's not supposed to taste good, which pussies do stink and they don't taste good. But that's what a pussy is. And I, you should be grateful I, to be around. I feel like if, if you're... Uh, Keep it on top of things. It's, it's yeah, but I'm sorry. If you're wearing jeans all day, and then you walk in the door, and your man's like throws you up on the counter, your pussy's not gonna taste normal. Uh, fine. It's gonna taste like jeans. <laughs> it's gonna taste like sweaty jeans. I've never had that experience. <sighs> sorry, you know how many women with terrible skirts. smelling balls I've had to deal with. That's, in what, my life. Well, that's what I'm saying. An infinite number. A little bit of hygiene goes yeah. a long way. Both sure. on both sides of the field. Sure. That's all I'm saying. But all I'm saying is that like genital stink no matter what after yeah. a long day. A lo- yeah, yeah. That's exactly. the title of this and episode. Like, genital stink. That's what I'm saying. And most women are hooking up after like Babe, a gotta party. Wash my balls. It's fine. Yeah. After a party, you've been drinking, maybe you're sweaty, you're at the club, and you're like Oh, do I excuse myself to go wipe my pussy with his ha- one hand towel? Because men only seem to have one hand towel in their bathroom. On a good day. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. On a good day. I just think we should all just fucking shove their heads <laughs> down there and make them deal with it. Uh, yeah. Feminism. You you started, you were sexually active at a pretty young age. Oh, I was the last one to lose my virginity. I grew She's up in from Arizona. Florida. Florida. <laughs> which Forget. Which is not the op- much better. Michelle's from Arizona. <laughs> yeah. What part? Phoenix. Ah, dirty. Very dirty. Uh, so yeah, we probably had similar experiences. No, we okay, definitely cool. did not. Um, in Florida, you you Michelle's get it all out of the way. Baby had <laughs> yeah. oh, I forgot. Yeah, we're working on that. Uh, yeah, Florida, you just are. Everything's different there. It's wild. And I was the la- I was lying about losing my virginity. I was like, I lost it at camp this summer, and people were like, No, you didn't. I was like, Yes, I did. And then I was desperate to lose my virginity that year because i was 15 i was the last person to lose it what yeah so not to be pessimistic uh (laughs) no but you are sure i don't know like how serious like let's just for argument's sake Mm -hmm. this relationship doesn't last the test of time totally just for argument's sake yeah uh you mentioned how obviously so much of this relationship was predicated on the fact Mm -hmm. that it was Mm -hmm. he he made it easier and the communication um, do it again. And I know we actually talked about this a little bit at, at lunch. Sure is that uh, like is being an open relationship a new non-negotiable for you? Yes, it is. Yeah, I think now that I've been there, I can't unbend there. I this is so great. This is when I have felt my most confident. This is where I felt my most honest. This is where I felt my most authentic to my sexuality. That it is a non-negotiable for me. But that's not to say that there haven't been times where Jared and I have been like, hey, we're working on something. We need to close this for a little oh, while. Oh, do you take time? That's good. Do you, close it. You take yeah. time out. Oh, you, you pause totally. the openness. Close. Oh, if I'm pissed at him and he has a show in New York, I'm like, this is closed. We are closed for business. <laughs> oh, you use it as a punishment. Oh. Not as a punishment. I'm like, we need to work on us. That sounds like a punishment. Jared doesn't see it as a punishment. He doesn't <laughs> okay. see not having sex with other women as a punishment. He's great. No, I get that. But when you were like, I'm mad at you. And now you can't go to New York and have some sex. He's going to do whatever he wants. He's a grown ass man. But he know we know that if we are not in a good place, 
having sex with other people will not put us in a better place. That makes sense. And so like, you know, like I said, if we're going through a tough time or we have other shit going on, like, you know, there's been a death in the family, like me here, you know, having to worry about, you know, do we need to go get STD checked next weekend is not going to make me feel better. How does that work? Oh, oh we are protected. We it's like any other relationship where we use protection until we are comfortable to not use protection with someone, and we get tested after every time we've had sex, no matter what we where we are in the relationship with that person. Every time you had sex, you get tested. Not with each other, oh. but with outside partners. If you yeah. include a new person, in the, yeah, in the on his side, on my side, absolutely. It seems like a lot of time. Like, how do you have the time? And let me tell you, you think one relationship is a lot of yeah. work? try two three four that's what, fucking hard what about you know people think of open relationships so much that they equate it to sex mm-hmm. but that's why i asked early on does that like what about the emotional 90 percent of it is not sex i would even say like 99 percent of it is not sex so you'll go on like movie dates with mm-hmm. someone oh, we'll that's not eat. your boyfriend and dinner, oh yeah and you're mo- you know, you're getting to know someone yeah. you're emotionally connecting that seems exhausting it, it is but for me it's also fun because i get to go like hang out with a girl that i'm also like sexually attracted to that's not jared (laughs) where i can talk about something get a new perspective a new point of view is it more men than women that you find personally as someone who's attracted to women as an outlet to still you know say that again you're in a relationship with a man Uh you're Uh attracted to women you're in a open relationship so Uh do you find you personally when you're going oh that it just states. happens, it happens to, to be, be more, more women. women as a way it just you, you... happens to be because i have a very hard time getting emotionally close with men in la because i you know it's fucking la i feel like i just connect easier with women in la but i think you know when we go you know to new york or you know i'm back home in florida for a little bit like i just have a hard time with dudes in la and I don't mean that like I'm picky. I mean like dudes yeah, in LA that's... also don't like me. LA in <laughs> LA in general is, I'm a, loud. is a tough. I'm outgoing. I'm also with a straight hetero man. Like I'm not very appealing to straight men in LA. So if this were not to work out, mm-hmm. how would you only would you go about it as being a non-negotiable is I need this in my relationship, but I first want to find someone I'm attracted to and then see if they're open to it or would you start like, is there a community of people that you can like shop around? Sure, but like I said, with this lifestyle, there's a it can go pretty far off the deep end. Like, I think the stereotype about uh, bisexuality, pansexuality, open relationships is truer to the stereotype in Los Angeles than most other places. So, I don't know that. I would immediately shop in my community, as you say. Uh, I think if I were to, let's say Jared and I break up, I'm on a date with a guy from Bumble. I would always bring up my sexuality first on a first date. Always. Uh, Not on your profile. Oh, it is on my profile. What do you write? Uh, well, mine right now is that I'm in an open relationship with a cool dude. Join if you want or not, if that's not your type of thing. I think that's what it says. Some fucking yeah. name like that. Yeah. But I don't. Have, so you're don't actively on dating apps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Which is fun. Because yeah. that's where the most success is. Mm. You'd be surprised how many. That doesn't surprise me. It surprises me. Why? Because I think I think the majority is like people like us where we're in a couple. I didn't think there would be a lot of like single people looking to be a third. Oh. 
I, I, it makes sense to me because I think we uh, we talk a lot about dating apps on the show and whatever, and dating apps also often have kind of a, I don't want to say a negative connotation, but like get a bad rap because I think people go in traditionally with dating apps is this great expectation of I'm looking for love and I'm looking for the love one. Even dating apps, when they market themselves, it's like this is different and you're going to find a real relationship out of here, mm-hmm. right? But being in an open relationship and still using a dating app, it's kind of like I'm taken, I'm good. This is like an outlet. And I feel like people who use it in that form feel a lot less pressure with the dating app. It's just like sure. a way to meet people. And I also don't other want people-, people to think like it's an outlet, right? Like Jared and I have been very serious about also finding yeah. love. I mean, like outlets are wrong word, yeah. but in terms of like, just it's, people put so much pressure on dating apps yeah. in a traditional sense. This like I need, I need to wrong. meet my guy or my girl. Yeah. And I, like, but you're good. And that's yeah. like, this is just another way to meet yeah. other people. And it kind of comes and goes. And, and, and that's how people should use dating apps in general. Yeah. Not necessarily for that no, purpose. But it, they don't. it also can, it makes you confront all those issues you have about dating apps because there's two people involved. Like if you're not into someone and, your partner is like you have to confront that reality and you can't like i don't believe in being rude and ghosting and shit like i've being an open relationship has kind of forced me to also confront those scary things that i hate about dating apps like getting ghosted or like <laughs> you know the the miscommunications and yeah. How often do do threesomes and or watching each other play a role or is it just the freedom to have all of these relationships. I would say threesomes are probably the most common part of our. Okay. Because my specialty is straight girls. <laughs> straight girls. Yeah. Mm. Specialty. Like I'm a very safe choice for like, we're drunk. Do you, think everyone, has, yeah. Yeah. Do you think everyone has a dating specialty? Uh, yeah. I'm sure you do. Maybe. I have a question. A lot of um, listeners ask, like, how do you go from friends with benefits to a relationship? How do you navigate that? Be open in a relationship. Yeah, in a I think I had had so many shitty relationships before that I like stayed in too for too long that I wasn't really into the person. I was idealizing in my head. They were trash. I was trash. That I before I dated Jared, I was single for the longest I had been single in my. 20s so i had really found out at that point like what was a deal breaker for me what wasn't like i think a lot of people i'm assuming like young people listen to this they don't really know what they want out of a relationship i think they have an idea in their head and i think love tends to surprise you and Mm. people aren't ready to uh take a risk maybe or they're giving out uh, risk to people that don't deserve it. They're putting up with shit that they shouldn't. So for me, it was like, I knew exactly what I didn't want in a relationship. And so there was no miscommunications. And one of the very first conversations Jared and I had, like on our first date was one thing I cannot stand is liars. Oh, That for me is, I don't care if you're fucking five women right now. And he was like, oh, I am. And I was like, great. I would rather have you tell me that than pretend like I'm the one for you. And mm-hmm. I think, again, like that refreshing amount of honesty was coming from a place not of like, 
I'm the best and like I'm so confident but I think it came from a place of me just kind of being over it like not expecting anything to come out of fucking a DJ who made the first move in the friends for benefits to a relationship like who initiated the conversation that's funny I think he did I was ready to kind of end things with him (laughs) oh really (laughs) I was kind of ready to end things with him because I knew I was starting to like him a lot and we had planned a ski trip together, just him and I. And I was like, this is so dumb. We're like three months into being friends with benefits. Why are we going on like a very couple relationship? And I was like, well, I already bought the tickets. The house is already booked. Let's just go do the ski trip. And then I'll kind of like slowly break it off with him after the ski trip. And what happened was on the ski trip, he got asked to go play a show in Barcelona. That was like a three-day trip and he was like why don't you come with me and i was like all right i'm gonna do this ski trip i'm gonna go to barcelona and then i'm gonna break up with him and then while we were in barcelona we got drunk and he told me he loved me and i was like whoa (laughs) i didn't say it back but power move so i guess the answer to that question which i kind of always said how do you go from friends with benefit is like usually one or both people have stronger feelings they haven't admitted to and you just have to like go for it and or and be open to not like you just kind of shoot Mm yeah Like, you got to put yourself out there. Totally. And And I could have been that person. And you could have been like, sorry, I don't feel the same way. Oh, yeah. Who knew? But you had to do it. And be honest. Yeah. If you're honest until then, then it's not like, I don't know how many other women he was sleeping with. She knew. We were so, that's a great point. Like, we were, we were stupidly communicative that I was kind of like, if I'm, if I'm going to get into a relationship with someone, like, this is kind of the person I was. Well, because that's a good, you know, to that point. You can have friends with benefit. You don't really talk about anything else. Don't ask, don't tell. Then someone puts herself out there. And it's like, okay, yeah, no, I feel the same way. All right, well, have you been fucking other people yeah, while yeah. we've been and doing this? You're like, well, yeah. Like, what do you mean? I like, thought we were, well, we're, we weren't dating. Like, I've had sex with 12 women over yeah. the course of the year. You're like, if 12 women? Yeah. Like, you know, or if the guy's even worse. You've slept with three guys? Yeah. Holy shit. And like, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of times, like, people that are doing friends with benefits it is like a stress relief thing like jared and i were also going on like movie dates and like hangouts where we weren't having sex and it was sort of like a an emotional friends with benefits too it was like we're not telling anyone we're doing this but we'll like go have sushi too well i find that a lot of women will pretend to be okay okay with with a friends with benefits situation Mm -hmm. and they're totally not but they're like well it's cool i think it's changing it definitely is changing. I think it's changing. Yeah. But when, I agree. And then they eventually get what they want, and they're super pissed that he's been yeah. having sex with other women. It's just like, you agree to this. fucking just say how you feel, people. Be honest. Oh, it'll save you so... Oh, it'll save you so much time in your fucking 20s if you're just honest and real with people be uh, before we let you go we're gonna play a fun little game Why called do you know me because okay. it's a game but before we get into the game give me uh one final thoughts open relationships the the best takeaway the belt the, the yeah. healthiest part about your open relationship and mm-hmm. something that being an open relationship creates challenges and obstacles mm-hmm. of which if mm-hmm. someone were to consider trying it you would advise them to yeah. be aware of Uh, you have to be brutally honest with your boundaries and your non-negotiables and that will force you to really look inside yourself and confront some embarrassing truth and maybe some like fun kinks you might discover. But you cannot have a successful open relationship if both people and parties aren't 1,050 million percent into. I I have one more question and I've been meaning to ask so... Do you want to get married and have kids someday? Don't know. 
Don't know. If you were to, do you have any idea you'd want to continue the openness oh, yeah. of the relationship? Me and Jared joke all the time because I don't know is that we there would be nothing more we would love than to find a girl who wants to like live in our pool house and also do whatever she wants, but also like have our babies. Great. <laughs> so right. if any girls out there want to live in our pool house, but also have sex with us, but then also go live your life. <laughs> also, you can have sex with whoever you want to just be safe about it. Be honest with us. And then also bear Jared's children. DM me because you don't want to. You don't. Want I don't know. Mm. Right now, no. Would it want? To, would you want to like be a your surrogate egg sex or egg? just her? Do you want to uh, use her eggs or her just her body? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, open ended. Anyways, reach out to Kelsey <laughs> if you are flexible. Yes, in more ways than one. <coughs> you know what I'm saying. Now we get it. Yeah. Um, we're gonna play a little fun little game called Do You Know Me. It's a game we play. There's a game out there called Do You Know Me. It's available on Amazon. Fun little conversations uh, come from simple questions. Rochelle and I are going to guess who you, who knows Kelsey. Oh. A little bit more. I'm going to ask a question. You're going to think to the answer yourself. We're going to guess. Oh, and I'm going to say who's right. Uh, I'm going to say who's right. And I if there's love a fun anecdote, anecdote or a further continuation of your Great. answer, feel free to share. Great. This is your type of game? I love when the attention's on me. Us. Yeah. Does mm. Kelsey have... A condom with her. Great question, Rochelle. These questions were selected by Rochelle. Ooh. Someone who does believe in six, safe, safe sex, sex and the openness like to meeting us. anyone at any time mm. to fit her needs. It would make sense that she does, but does she actually have one? Yes. I'm going to say no. I don't think that she carries condoms around with her okay. as a general rule. It's a general rule. Mm -hmm. I feel like Kelsey doesn't like to believe in rules. She's said so much. She has other words for them. During that part. What? Who? I did. Oh. Uh, I mean, uh, who knows? But I'm going to say yes. I'm gonna okay. My I'm answer. definitely saying no. The answer is no. Yes. Because I have my work backpack. Do you oh, do you, <laughs> you don't keep condoms in your work backpack? Do you have uh, condoms at your bedside yeah, table? Yeah, of course. Okay. Bedside table, but do you ever carry them yes, around with you? I oh. do. Because I Where? don't believe that people with penises should be the only people to carry condoms. Oh, bold. Where do you keep them? Uh, multiple purses. Okay. Multiple drawers in my room. I feel like it's you see my room. There's like six dresser drawers, and there's things in all of them. I don't really remember. I do remember. You've seen her room. The essential oils that I have. Yeah. I showed him my essential oils collection. Uh, none of which were good until she got natural habits. What do you think of them, by the way? I carry the roll-on in my work backpack. I use it every day. Aww. He gave The day he gave it to me, I had a tension headache. Yeah. And it was gone in 30 minutes. Which one did you give her? Center. <gasps> nice. Is that the one that smells like Christmas? Yeah. That one's no, that's, right. that's uh, I mean, protect. That. Oh, I thought. It's protect. I that's need more immune, protect. Immune system boost. <laughs> NHOils.com. Uh, <laughs> quick plug. I don't know when this episode is going to drop, but probably after Thanksgiving. So Yours is going to drop the week of Thanksgiving. 30% so off code open. Open. Anyways, back to the game. Okay. Has Kelsey checked their weather app in the last week. She's wearing a very yes, uh, fitting sweater. She absolutely has. Yes. Yes, I check the weather multiple times a day. Multiple times a day? I have it on the front face of my Apple Watch. And I'm obsessed with knowing I, because I sweat a lot. I will say, I, 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 <laughs> I, surprise, I check it more than I think I should living in LA. I, yeah, never, yeah. Che I never check it. You would think it's hot, and the answer is usually yes. But with <laughs> outfits... 
Never be too sure. Has Kelsey ever bought Bitcoin? 100%. She's dating a guy who's a DJ in tech, which means he definitely was involved on the whole Bitcoin bubble. And he maybe like did some sort of weird investment. Mm, She's even bought more than Bitcoin. She's bought like Ethereum. I bet Kelsey knows a lot about Bitcoin. Um, Wait, I'm going to say no because um, she's got her. She's got other things she's focused on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually use Ethereum, yeah. not Bitcoin, but your answer is I am balls deep in cryptocurrency because of my DJ boyfriend yeah, that's 100%. started a startup company. Balls deep. Thank you. He was also balls deep. I also own some Ethereum. Yeah. yeah. You do, is it, did it pay off or no. is it, did you lose I'm the money? I'm not looking at it right now Either because it's I, not a good time. My understanding is... No. It's coming back. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Has Kelsey ever been in a band no 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 <laughs> i i do love a thing i'm a musical theater nerd what's the score you two, are me too yeah. oh yeah what's your favorite two one nick um book of mormon she's a for sure oh, she's a very I, got, I won the lottery to get front row tickets you did, I did. amazing did. i sat at the very back row ah uh, well i went with my father who's a conservative it was very funny but my did he favorite, like it uh hated it. he l- hated how much he loved it I, my mouth was like open the yeah. whole time. I was like, I can't believe they're saying this. Yeah, I was like, I can't believe they're saying this. That's kind of more what it was, was like the shame of my childhood was like, oh my God, my father is right next to me. Yes, but you had sex so young. <laughs> She's <laughs> not with my father. <laughs> is your dad from Florida? Uh, no, Connecticut, but we yeah, I yeah. feel like there's a lot of fathers who moved to Florida and regretted raising their family. Yeah. He was like, what the fuck? How are you both in rehab? Uh, but yes, what's yes, a, two one, Nick? I feel like I'm gotta be winning. You got condoms, right? But have you got anything else, right? This past one, right? Weather. Oh, we both oh, got you that right. Yeah. You I got weather no? wrong. I think you're, you're winning. Fine. One. You're winning. Yeah, two one. All right, here's a tiebreaker. I'm calling it. They're changing the rules. Did Kelsey get a car for their 16th birthday? No. Yes. Her dad's from Connecticut, okay? okay. Daddy's from Connecticut. You convinced me, but just just to make it fun, I'm going to say no. I got a Mercedes convertible. Oh, my God. You can... I think Rochelle gets two points for guessing it. Like, you were so CLK 350 bucket seats. That's why Yeah. Yeah. I was given too much as a child. It's correct. Well, because my parents weren't around. They were just like, here's things. And I was like, okay, but I'm alone all the time. But I was. We'll have talk about rehab. Oh. Kelsey, thanks for thanks coming. Thanks for having on. me. This is it's silly. It's been a pleasure uh, and uh, very informative. Are you? Do you have enough energy to come do mine? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, we're we're now going to go record Kelsey's podcast. And it will be out Thanksgiving. Can you name the name? Confidently like, insecure. Confidently the insecure. Podcast that we're absolutely sure we don't know everything, and I'm going to ask Nick some questions. Oh. Uh, where else can people find you, Kelsey? Just everywhere. Can you be more? She's on this really funny show called Dating No Filter. Yeah, Zach Noe Towers. Yeah, watch that on E. If this is coming out around Thanksgiving, Dating No Filter is coming back. So funny. You're so funny. It'll it'll come out sometime around then. Okay. That show is always on TV. Help me get my 7,000 Instagram followers back. Yeah. I'm Uh, desperately trying to crack half a million. I can't. Well, too many butt photos, I was told by Instagram. Oh, they made you take them down? No, they just, I went and met with them and was like, what happened to 7,000 of my followers? And they were like, you've been posting nothing but your asshole. 7,000 people don't like your butt? <sighs> Listen, I don't get it either. Ugh, that like doesn't make variety. sense. 
you know, it's going to make people go, oh, I've seen enough for Rouse. And then I'll bring other people back. <laughs> yeah, but I like my butt. I'm sure it's great. I agree. Thank you. I've learned you that if you're going to go butt. to Instagram and ask about why you are, they'll They're just gonna... they'll just make up some answers. I didn't know I you could meet with Instagram. Oh, sure. sorry. You have to be a a, cele- a reality star. <laughs> you have to be a reality star. I didn't find star. it to be very helpful. Mr. Instagram. I didn't find it to be very helpful. Yeah. It was... Daddy Warbucks. We started and ended the same way with me calling you Zaddy Warbucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, give us five stars if you want or not. If you want. You know you're busy. Uh, send in your questions at askandnick at castmedia.com. Cast with a K. Yeah, we do. Uh, oh, yeah. Don't. It's a whole other episode. No, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> uh, final thoughts. Bye. 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 <laughs>